Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. back as we continue on talking about effective ways to work from home and we just started this brand new series yesterday and I laid some good groundwork in terms of you know how we we function as human beings in our environments in other words we need to understand that whatever environment we're in we're going to go on autopilot with our neural networks that we've created into our subconscious we're going to be on autopilot in terms of what we accomplish or function in that space that we're in. So, and I explained it more in depth yesterday, so I'd encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's if you missed it, especially if you're just joining us. But what I'm saying is that when you're home, you're in a home habit mode, and when you're at work, you're in the work habit mode. So what we're trying to do is help you blend the two effectively to develop new habits, new neural networks, to grow in such a way that you can um, accomplish what it is you need to accomplish in your home office space or your remote space, whatever that looks like, okay? And for everybody, I know that's different. So I gave you a couple of, uh, and just I'm using this term lightly, rules that you should set for your workspace in order to make this more effective and make it stick in terms of creating the new habits that you need to create. And uh, the first couple that I shared was to set a set schedule, okay? Now, I want to take that a step further, all right? So after you create this schedule and it's a, it's, it's, a, a, it's got good spots or slots or whatever, and it may or may not be like a full day's work. In fact, in most cases, it's not going to be. It's going to be broken up because you're in a different space and you may have children that you have to take care of or other issues that you've got to take care of. Uh, but do have set times and then make it uh, known to whoever's in the house, all right? Now, I realize that, that very small children, under two, this is a whole different story, okay? And I haven't even approached that yet. But I'm just saying, in general, if they know when you're working and you have it posted, say, on a, maybe you need to invest in a, a small, um, you know, a dry erase board that you put out outside of your, your workspace or outside the door or on the refrigerator or near the kitchen area, so they know when mom or dad is working, then it's going to be easier for them to, to to build expectations and habits in their own minds as to when they can and can't approach you, okay? Now, obviously, there's an emergency. They should be able to approach you, and you'll have to instruct them that. Maybe you'll have to have a family meeting and discuss that, okay? Um, but having those expectations laid out and clear to every family member, not vague, not gray lines, very clear in advance in the right way. Not it. Don't go about it in a firefighting way. In other words, don't start diving into it and expect that they know exactly what's going on. You're going to have to really paint a clear picture and give them clear parameters, clear directions, and maybe projects or hobbies to do or specific um, guidelines that they need to follow, maybe even some incentive programs in place so they know that when, you know, hey, the time is up that they, they are going to get to do this with you or that with you. You're going to have to really paint a great big beautiful picture, almost like you're managing a team at work. You got to think about your family that way to some regard, so that they know without a shadow of a doubt what they what's okay and what's not okay. Um, you can't just assume that your kids know what's okay, you know. And then when they come in, they need to talk to you, and they you don't understand that you get in a big fight about it. You know, we don't want that. So proactive, be very proactive, and, and set those expectations, and then use whatever tools, incentives, whatever it is that you need to to make sure that that happens. 
And then for your phone calls and social media, set check times, set solid, solid check times. Don't just, you know, check it here. You know, in fact, it's better if you just shut it off on your computer and your phone so you're not disturbed when you have those spaces to work in. Because the more you're distracted to check those things, and I know you'll be tempted to, I know you will, because you're in your home space, you probably have a habit of doing that, right? You feel free to do that. But you're, but if you if you do yourself a favor and set check times, so maybe that's at you know 8 a.m. and you know uh, 10 a.m., 12, 2, and then 5. And I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know what your check times might. Maybe it's only twice a day. But have those check times so people will know, or well, you'll know when it's okay and when it's not okay. Now for me, you know, I will I will definitely work on social media about a half hour or so in the morning. And then I'll do uh, lunchtime. And I'll, I actually sometimes eat right in front of my computer, um, which <laughs> some people might not think that's cool, but I, I, I'm happy with it. Um, and I'll do my social media. That's my break time, okay? Um, don't always, but that's just my break time. And then I will go back on social media later on in the day and maybe do some more postings or follow up on the postings that I did in the morning. But I always set an allocated time. So in other words, I won't allow myself more than, say, you know, 15 minutes um, to check and only like a half hour to, to post. So I'm not going to just be, you know, bleeding my whole day into social media. And you can set that, remember, you can schedule some of your posts in advance so you don't even have to look at it during the day if you don't want to. But be very methodical and proactive and intentional about everything that you're doing. That's what's going to make this much, much easier for you. Also, making lists, you know, to know exactly what you need to get done every day and prioritizing that list. Um, don't try to swallow the elephant whole. Now, I'm not going to get into great depth and detail into this right now because some of this stuff I've kind of got ahead of myself in terms of the list, but I wanted to give you a quick rundown right at the front of the program on rules that you can instantly create that will help make the transition much, much more effective and much smoother for you. Because the trick here is to train those, to unwire those old neural network patterns, okay, and this is neuroplasticity we're talking about, to unwire them by, you know, letting go of some of the home habits that you had and exchanging them for solid work habits. And as you stick with it long term, you will in fact rewire your brain and begin to get into a really great groove. But uh, a warning again, the first, you know, first uh, week probably, or maybe two weeks, may seem a little bit rocky and you may make some mistakes and slip back into old home patterns, but you can adopt this and change it and transform it, okay? So that's all I have time for today. Tomorrow we'll dive into um, the next uh, tip that I have for you. I want to thank you for joining. I hope it's been helpful to you. If you think it has, I hope you'll share it with others. And we have a lot more to go. So I'm uh, wishing you an amazing day and I encourage you to keep reaching higher and never give up on who you can become.